You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Car out of the shotgun. Ryan's rush for car trouble. Hit as he throws. Able to complete the Camara to the 45. The Lions the flag down and car looks down. Car is hurt. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. The great Steve Levy with the radio call yesterday of the uh, of the Saints and the Lions. And like, look, I think Derek Carr stinks. Is not, I don't know him personally at all. But as a quarterback, I don't think he's very good. I think a lot of people agree. Terrible contract that the Saints gave him. Also, this dude has taken some of, like, the biggest shots I've ever seen a quarterback take this season. Like, and, and to be, give him the credit, he keeps on getting up and keeps on coming back in for more. I guess you're getting paid $160 million guaranteed. You might as well keep coming back for more, right? Too, right? Wasn't there a flag on that one? Was that uh, Bruce Irvin? Was that that one? That one that, got It flagged. was Bruce Irvin. It was Irvin. Yeah, that yeah, got Irvin flagged, was the one that kind of, like, just absolutely got, got flagged crunched for, him. You know, for for murder. crushing him, or barnstorming. <laughs> Attempted murder for a poor Derek Carr. Um, Carr dealing with multiple injuries right now. We'll talk about Carr. We'll get to the Saints and the Panthers, and we'll talk NFC South odds in just a second. But I want to remind our live audience, the whale capper Drew Dinsick stops by one hour from now at 5.20 p.m. Eastern time to give us his bets for Week 14 in the NFL, and also thoughts on the in-season NBA tournament games tonight. Ken and I will give you all of our plays for tonight's action. NHL, the NBA with the Celtics and the Pacers, the Kings and the Pelicans in the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament, and Monday Night Football at the Jaguars and the Bengals. That is obviously coming up in the power hour, the final hour of the show. But for now, we continue our handicap week 14 in the NFL. Kenny, bring the music up, please. And let's go to the NFC South, where we just were with the Falcons and the Bucks to talk the Saints and the Panthers. So the news here on Derek Carr, um, Saints head coach Dennis Allen, addressing the media today, as, as one does on a Monday. Carr in concussion protocol, also dealing with a rib injury. This is Carr's second concussion now in a month. I would be, anything can happen, I would be pretty surprised if Derek Carr ended up starting this game. I think we can almost proceed almost for sure, like Jameis Winston is going to start. Or maybe they start Taysom Hill, whatever, like I think it'll be Jameis, but not Derek Carr starting this game for the Saints. I don't know how you spin this. By starting this guy again, if it gets concussed again, it's an absolute PR nightmare. The league is not going to want to deal with that. I think almost certainly Carr will be out for this game for the Saints, and they host Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers, who, like, you know, they lost again yesterday, but at least a decent accounting for themselves, losing by only three, 21-18 on the road at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Ken, this is another game where we saw um, movements overnight in the betting market from the Open, where the Saints were six last night. I actually saw it, and I was thinking, well, I bet when I wake up tomorrow morning, it won't be six anymore. And it's not. And you don't need to be a genius to kind of figure stuff like that out. The Saints are a five, case in point I knew. The Saints five and a half point favorites right now against Carolina. Ken, the total 
is 38 and a half. Pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Very likely, in my opinion at least, Jamison the Saints against Bryce Young and the Panthers. Yeah, my my hope for this game, honestly, uh, is is kind of what we're seeing right now. I, I agree with you. I, I think much like with the Bears Lions game, right? A lot of time, like the there's sort of like there's like three phases of betting almost, and there's more than three with NFL betting, but like three really easy to identify ones. There's like the early numbers grabs. So that's like the book puts out like their number that's you know, in, in some cases, like their guy's opinion about what the game should be lined at. And then those get bet a little bit. Everybody copies that. And those numbers are still, quote unquote, off a little bit. Like they'll get bet into a, a certain frame. So it's kind of like the numbers grab part, just really early openers. All this is, is like betters registering their opinion with like an odds makers open or like early action. Then there's like the midweek, which is much more driven by the injury reports. I think that makes sense to everybody. Stuff that we get all the time. This quarterback's questionable. This guy's not. Whatever. Team makes a change. Uh, and then kind of like game day, which is like super high limits. Some more injury baked into that. But then also like, honestly, like the people with the most influence because you can get the most down. Seems like that always kind of happens at that point. So the early numbers grabs, like, yeah, I, I kind of agree. Like if people took the Bears at a big number thinking that's never going to come back again, or people took six against Jameis Winston, a lot of times if there's a team like swapping quarterback or like with quarterback injury news, their opponent will get bet like right away on the overnight with the idea that like you're you're probably getting a valuable number and maybe you like the team anyway, no matter who plays in the game. I, having said that, Maybe that was interesting to people, maybe not. In terms of this game, uh, I, I think Jameis playing for Carr and Taysom is like the goal line. I actually think this opens up an avenue for the Saints to actually win the game by margin when I would never, ever, ever bet the Saints to win a game by margin, like ever. Like ever in a billion years of Carr as the quarterback. I, I, I just, I can't believe that we're both, that, that we're both going to like the Saints in this game. Yeah. I can't believe I think it. they're very likely to win too. Like I, like by Steelers, Saints, Moneyline parlay, who loses? That would be, that's kind of like how I'm thinking about this game. About, so they, 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 they were what, seven and a half against Bajan? That they're going to be five and a half correct. in this game against a worse team? Like no way. No way. I had, I had, I had closing point spreads for their games written down. And you'll see this all the time where it's like, they're, oh, there's a quarterback injury. And, and the Panthers looked pretty good yesterday. They backdoor covered the game. And like, oh, like another NFC South game, probably going to be a close game. Uh, oh, say what you up? want about Jameis. Say what, what's say, up, say, NFC say what South? You, what's up? What's up, South? How you doing? Terrible? Okay. Uh, so there, as much as you can say bad stuff about Jameis's like turnover-worthy plays, uh, who called the game yesterday? They had like the Jameis Winston experience. It was like a great part Honestly, of the call. Like, like the Joe Davis had the call. Like we yeah. need to get that highlight to play on the show this week because I actually tweeted that out. It was a brilliant call by Joe Davis on like the tipped pass right. that Olave caught. And he's just like, that's the Jameis. He nailed it. The Jameis Winston experience. Interception into like actually right. first and goal at the one. A great call by Joe Davis. So it, it the goal does of his life, probably... <laughs> call of his life it probably does increase the likelihood the panthers win the Jameis is starting because you get a bunch of plays like that and if you get a bunch of plays like that that's a pick six some of the time that's an interception some of the time etc cetera, etc cetera. uh but I, you also get a totally new element here which we saw very briefly in the comeback attempt against minnesota a few weeks ago which is explosive plays down the field something they have zero of zero when Derek Carr plays and at least have the potential to have when Jameis Winston plays. You want to win a game by margin? Cool. Like you need a defense that can hold up their end of the bargain. Also need to generate explosive plays down the field when by margin in that way. And the Saints now, they, they it's not that they're going to, they can. So Carr's starting and it's six. I would have bet the Panthers six if Carr was playing in the game. Probably if it was six right now, we were talking about it. Great. Now, now Jameis upside less than getting bet against. Mm -mm. Like I actually totally disagree with that. And, and maybe the Panthers... 
maybe they end up coming to play the final month of the season. Maybe it's a lot of excruciating losses. Uh, I think this is like a pretty bad setup for them. I, I think the Saints are now more likely to win by margin. I actually like them a lot at this number. And, and like, and, and and to Ken's point, just on Carr, and just look at the first play of the game. And and I even tweeted this yesterday. It wasn't all Carr's fault that they were down twenty-one nothing early in the game. But like, it, it's just symptomatic of what he does. So for I think it was their first offensive play of the game or first possession of the game. At Perry is wide open down the field. And like everyone was tweeting this after the fact. Carr doesn't even look his way. Checks it down to Juwan Johnson. Now, like, Juwan Johnson's got to make the catch. Like, he, like, tips the ball. Like, he drops it and it gets intercepted. But just, like, hey, Derek, like, throw the ball down the field, dude. Like, this dude stinks. And, like, that doesn't mean that, like, we celebrate him getting hurt. I hope he's okay. Multiple concussions is really scary. It's like, I hope that he sits this week and doesn't play and the Saints don't put him out there because he shouldn't play in the game. Um, Just like, Ken's right. Like you're probably not going to win by margin unless you play the Patriots. <laughs> this this iteration of the it's Patriots like the only is probably time. not going to happen. I think it's the only time they've won a game by more than a possession this year. We have five wins, four wins. If five wins, they're five was, and seven. And that was the Patriots. Right that was the Patriots' first shutout loss of the season at home. Oh, they and beat the, they beat the Colts by eleven. They beat the Colts by eleven. And I, that was that was a pretty nuts game. Thirty-eight twenty-seven results. Like imagine if those two teams played again. Like how we would view. And you know that what's game. so funny? That's the one you, that that game's claim to fame is it's the one Derek Carr start where I came on the air and said I'm supposed to bet the Saints in this game. It's the one. It's the only one the entire season where I've come on and been like I can't do it, but like I'm supposed to do it here. Like the spots amazing. The spread is great. It's like close like less minus than one three. or something. Yeah, yeah like, close, less than I think three on the road. One. Yeah, like I mean, really, like, and, and we'll talk about the Colts at some point, the recipients of the easiest schedule in NFL history, but like. That's pretty crazy. Their their other wins this year beat the Patriots thirty four nothing. First two weeks they beat the Titans by one, the Panthers by three, they beat the Bears by seven. Um, so just like they like to play close games and have a lot of in addition to those wins because you might be like, well, that's not a lot of games. A number of brutal like six and seven point losses, close games where they obviously could have won. Also, they're a close game team. Why are they a close game team? Because they're the worst red zone team imaginable, and they don't generate explosive plays, and that allows teams to keep it close against them. That goes away now. Now it doesn't. Maybe it gets replaced by something awful. <laughs> like it might. It might get replaced by three pick sixes. Probably not in this game. Though. Who do the Saints have next week? Because like when if they truck the Panthers and they like go on the, I'm gonna look it up right now. I have it. I they. It. I it oh god. They host the Giants. <laughs> oh god. Well, honestly, like let's see who plays in that game. Is Tyrod gonna start that game? I think Tyrod might start on Monday on Monday night against Green Bay. That'll be the third straight home game for the Saints. To, that'll be really interesting. And, and, and just and like, so, and just so people know, car? like the Tyrod yeah. situation, like they're going to activate. They're going. They opened up his twenty-one day practice right. window because um, he was. Remember, he was on IR, obviously. And I saw some reports, some like beat writers speculating that Tyrod was going to be activated to the fifty-three man roster and probably start. Now, look, may, maybe Tyrod's the backup, and you want to see what you've got in Devito and like evaluate yeah. him because we know what Tyrod is. We'll see, basically, for Tyrod. It's kind of a phenomenon too, honestly, Devito. So, like, it's, it's honestly like you probably should start him, really. Just, well, that's, I mean, it's honestly, it's taken a lot of the stink away from the games, to be perfectly honest. It's at least given something something fun to talk about with the team. Whatever, it's, that's the Giants. Uh, yeah, I, I like the Saints here. I want to confirm that Jameis Winston is the starter and the number to be less than six, and then I will place the bet. I, I just love, by the way, and I was doing like the Italian hand gesture when we we're talking about Tommy DeVito, that the two like non-coaching player personnel 
people in the last decade plus to get involved in games. Dom DeSandro, who has the, the Italian patch on, like, his custom, like, Eagles jacket yesterday. Yesterday for Philadelphia. And then remember Sal Alosi, like, the Jets, like, strength and conditioning yeah. coach who, like, tripped a player on a punt return. Sal Alosi and Dom DeSandro, who coincidentally... And, like, this may be physically impossible. You might be asking, hey, like, there's no way that's true. They actually are both my neighbors in Staten Island, New York. Dom DeSandro <laughs> and Salalosi. It's really interesting how that works. And Tommy DeVito lives across the street with his parents. You might think they live in New Jersey, but actually they live they live in Staten Island. Uh, Nick and Ken here, you better you bet on a Monday. Last note on this game, and maybe we could do a, le- a little NFC South odds. Take us through, like, the timeline this week, right? So we're currently sitting Saints 5.5. So 5.5, let's say Wednesday... Dennis Allen says, Jameis Winston is starting the game. Like, and they don't wait till Friday. That's my sense is that they're not going to drag this out with Carr. Let's say that it's announced that Jameis is starting. What do you think happens to the market? Does it go down? Does it stay the same? Like, when is the right entry point, in your opinion, here on the New Orleans Saints, assuming people agree with us and want to bet New Orleans in this game? This is a tough one because I have to believe if I think Jameis gives them a chance to light up the Panthers' defense in a home game that maybe other people do too. Maybe other people see the game the same way. It's possible or or not. Doesn't have to work that way. But you could take it the Uh, other way, right? And you even said this, right? right? Like maybe it's three pick sixes. Maybe people think like actually Carr gives you more. Like you'd rather have the steady option, whereas Jameis, you win by twenty, you lose by twenty. So I'm not sure how people are going to view this. I agree. That's kind of my answer here. So like, as much as I would like to say I have a firm answer of when you should bet this game, if you agree with me, like uh, you could bet it however you want. But like how I'm looking to bet it first, like first things first, is Jameis the starter? Yes, no. And I know that sounds like a, a foregone conclusion or a formality. Let's just make sure. <laughs> I'm not really not, not worried about losing the number here or anything. Just make sure he's the starter. So like the handicap is valid. Uh, the other thing, and it's it's it would never matter, except it might matter in this game. Uh, the Panthers are down a number of players in their secondary. They're starting to get a little healthier, but they're not there yet. J.C. Horn and C.J. Henderson, like two of their starting corners, are both against Derek Carr. Who cares? Who cares at all? All he does is check the ball down to Alvin Kamara. Jameis, now I kind of care. Now I kind of care if the corner. And my point is not like that I'm the X's and O's guy. It's just I think there are some injuries for Carolina's defense that could also cause this to go one way or another. Like if they get guys back and it's Jameis, you might see something similar to what you saw against Tampa, honestly. Like a lot of interest in the dog in an NFC South game to just keep the game close. That's possible, but I do not have norm. Sometimes I'll come on, and I'll be like, I think this one's pretty easy. I think if this happens, it's this. If this, it's this. This one's a little complicated. It's it's and it's I'm not sure how people will interpret the Saints quarterback change if they'll interpret it the way I do, or if they'll interpret it as something very negative that needs to be bet against. We were saying in the break, wow, like we're at a pretty brisk pace here. We've had a bunch of games already. Well, here this now now we're back to typical Nick and Ken right. status here. On One Panther game Saints segment. too. God, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, last note here, and on the other side, we'll talk about and this that game will probably take us a full segment. The Texans and Jets, NFC South division odds right now. So Atlanta, and this makes me happy because I bet this, um, like well, whenever that was, Atlanta to win the division. Atlanta's now minus 175 to win the division, earning the right to get blown out by either Philly or Dallas in the in the wild card rounds of the playoffs. Atlanta minus 175. Tampa's plus 350. Like, if the Bucks lose on Sunday in Atlanta, they are, like, eliminated, basically. Not fully, but basically eliminated from, from playoff contention in the NFC South. New Orleans is plus 375. And the schedule for the Saints, home Carolina, home Giants, at the Rams. There'll be dogs in that game, but, like, that's a winnable game. At Tampa, and then hosting Atlanta in the final game of the season. 
Any thought on betting a, a non-Atlanta team to win the division? Obviously not the Carolina Panthers. It's worth noting if they, uh, I have clinched uh, the in-season unders on the New Orleans win total. Got up to 10.5 for about six weeks, six consecutive weeks. Amazing. They were about 10.5 in the market. Uh, they cannot win 11. That's not possible anymore. The preseason very large position still in play need one more loss. And I'm like you, I'm looking at the schedule. Again, Panthers, Giants, Rams, Bucks, Falcons. And I'm just like, God, I got to get one more loss out of this. How are they going to yeah, blow this one? How are they going to do this Allen's one? Because Dennis the head yeah. coach. Correct. They'll at least you lose win. one more. Maybe on yes. Sunday. Right, exactly. Uh, but to your point, schedule is very easy. Yeah, I mean, I, flyer on New Orleans if you wanted to. I don't want any positive New Orleans stuff. I'm good on that. <laughs> right. On the, on the other side, speaking of not wanting anything positive, we'll talk about the New York Jets as they get set to host C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans. You better you bet rolls on right after this.